So in our previous year, we mentioned that before the Melech reads the Parshios of Hakel, he makes the Brocha Asher Bocharbonim Mikolamim. When he finishes, he makes the Brocha Asher Nosanlono Teresemes, like we all make when we get an Aliyah Latoyrah. But in addition to that, the Melech actually says seven Brochis. Now it's important that we understand that there are two types of brachas. One is a bracha that the Chachamim have a set nusach to. And the term for that is matbeya shetovu Chachamim. It's already a set loshin that the Chachamim say. When you have these type of brachas, you cannot veer off from the nusach of the Chachamim. Those are set nuschais. Then there are certain brachas that a person can do on their own. You add in your thing, and like in Shema Keleinu, in middle that you could add your extra three lois, and there's no limit to what you can say, while the rest of Shema Nesrei, you have to say the Nusach of the Chachomim. So it's fascinating that these seven broches that the Melech says after he reads the parish of Hakel, three are set Nuschois, and four are not. And we're soon going to discuss what the three and the four are. So the three are the basic broches that we all say, actually. Ritzei, Moidim, and Atavichartonu, that these three broches, which Atavichartonu finishes off at the end, the whole Tfila of, of Yomtev, Mikadish Yisrael Viazmanim. In other words, these three broches, Ritzei, Moidim, and Ante Vichartonu, that is set. It could be a smart king. In other words, you have people which are more gifted in speech than others. They can come up and make beautiful brachas and beautiful, you know, poetry, to sing nice and say things nice, while other people are a, lot, are a lot less expressive. In addition, all these things had to be said in Moshe Nakoidish. That was, that's the Pesach, Kois of Baruch Hu, and we're soon going to see the Pesach of how you learn out that it has to be Beloshin HaKodesh, and therefore, being that it had to be Beloshin HaKodesh, so if the Melech was not as fluent in the language, obviously he would be more limited in the Broches that he says. So the first three, whether you're fluent, you're not fluent, you're, you have language skills, you don't, you're articulate, you're not articulate, it doesn't matter. You have the same nusach for all the brachas. Then you have the fourth bracha. The fourth bracha, the Rambam says, Mispalal ala You daven that the base of Migdosh should remain standing. Which, what does that mean? <clears throat> this bracha was also said by the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur. But over there, the Rambam adds the words, Vashchina b'soychoy. That the Shechina is in it. In other words, for us, when we think of the Beis Amikdash, it's not just the bricks and the stones. You know, those people today, they study the, you know, these, these archaeologists, they study the history of the stones and the, of the Beis Amikdash. When we're talking about the Beis Amikdash standing, we're talking also about the Ruchnias, the Shechina of the Beis Amikdash. So that was one bracha where he would discuss the Beis Amikdash and the Shechina that rested in the Beis Amikdash. The next bracha, the sixth bracha, the fifth bracha, 
was a bracha for Malchus based David. The Yidin should have a Melech. In other words, and obviously included in that, is that it should be a Melech the way it should really be, because we know that the Ebishter, there's a mitzvah, Soim Tosim Alecha Melech, that we have to appoint a king. And yet we find that when Yidin went to ask Shmuel Hanavi to appoint a king, which he later appointed Shaul, Shmuel got very upset, and the Ebishter got upset. Why you want a king? Why don't you want to serve the Ebishter directly? What's wrong with you guys? Why, why do you need to have someone leading you this way? And the, all the Mepharshim asked the question, what's the problem? There's a mitzvah. Why can't you say that they were looking to do the mitzvah? Hashem should be happy. Why is it that they were screamed at? Why were they looked at as you know, people which were negligent and on a lower level? And the answer is, well, it depends why you want a king. There's something called kechola goyim. You want a king because you feel that, you know, I can't control myself, so I need someone to control me, or I need to be equal. Other nations have kings and queens. The Jewish people should have kings and queens. We actually, this year, Tov Beis, we just finished the, recently, the 50th anniversary of the massacre in Munich, where the Israeli Olympic team was, there was Olympics in Germany, and uh, they were never killed 50 years ago. This is fresh after the Yidin got killed in Germany in the Second World War. The Arabs came and they never killed a bunch of the athletes. But before this whole story, the Rebbe was speaking about why do we even have to go to the Olympics? Because all the nations of the world go? We have to be... In other words, if Israel doesn't have an Olympic team, so they're not Bishlemos, because we have to be Kichol goyim. is that what makes us a nation? The fact that we also have what the Goyim have? If that's why you want a king, that's a negative thing. But if you want a king that's going to connect you to HaKadosh Baruch he's the lave of Kahal Yisrael, so obviously that's a good thing. So really was, why did they want the king? So we have a bracha that we have to ask Hashem that the Malchus based David and the Malucha on Yidin should continue. And that bracha finished off with the words, Baruch Ato Hashem HaBoycher Yisrael. Then you had the sixth bracha. The sixth bracha was a tefillah for the avoid of the kaihanim themselves. In other words, Yidin, in the base of Mikdash, the base, so we daven for the base of Mikdash, we daven for the Melech, and now we daven for the kaihanim. The kaihanim are the shluchim of Klal Yisrael, they serve the Abishter in the base of Mikdash, they represent us in the base of Mikdash, and they're the ones obviously also leading the shturim of Hakel. So, <clears throat> we really want that the Abishter should accept the Karbonais Usilrotsan Tomid Avaidasisolamecha, that the Abishter the Abishter should actually enjoy the avoid of the Karbonis and because they're bringing our Karbonis, they're our Shluchim. So that the the, the avoid of, of the Kehanim, which are working on our behalf, should be Niskabu Birotsin by the Abishter. And that Brocha finished off Mikadesh and then we have the final bracha 
which was a general bracha, and the Rambam uses the lotion, Mishaneinu mispalal ba kfi mashu yochel afitzachas l'shoinoi. He would daven, you know, as good as his tongue is quick. You ever go to these shuls, you have these mishabedachs, and the guy gets an ali, and he's down, all of a sudden he mentions his brother, his uncle, his aunt, cousin, there's like, you know, the schus, all of a sudden there's like millions of people. Then, you know, you have people that they like to be maidech in their broches. So if this koye, if this melech knew how to make beautiful broches, it's not to hate. And with that he would finish off, so these were the seven broches of the Melech. The Melech and the broches, again, were all in Lashon HaKodesh. How do we know that? How do we know that? Because the Pasuk says that he has to read Tikra Satoira HaZois. Now the word Zois is extra. What do you mean this Torah? So what's the Diuk? Zois. Why is it that? So the answer is, like Chazal tell us, that it's Zois in this Loshen. Meaning that it has to be said specifically in the Loshen of Loshen HaKodesh. Ah, you have what the Rambam calls Lo'izois. Lo'izois are people that they only understand Laz. They, don't, they, they only understand English. They only understand French. They only understand other languages. So what are they going to do when they come to the Beis HaMikdash and the Melech Ret of Yiddish, the Melech Ret of Lashon HaKodesh? What are they going to do by the Fabrengen with this Melech when he speaks a, a language that they don't understand? But nevertheless, the Melech is Metzuvah to speak Belashon HaKodesh. Now what happens if you have people that they don't understand or you have Gaidim, they were just Nizgayer, and they also didn't have a chance to properly understand. Well, what if, even if you do understand, but you're not, you don't really understand, or you don't really hear so well. So, the, listen, this is a very, very important lotion. And the Rambam says, They still nevertheless have to prepare themselves, they stick out their ear, and they try to pay attention in other words, on one hand, they have to be with incredible simcha, that the schus that they have to be a yid and to be by hakil, that, that itself should be an incredible simcha. With simcha leads to ava and joy. On the other hand, there also has to be a trembling, a, a bitul, a realization that we're standing in front of the melech in the base, malchusei shaloylam. And the Loshan of the Rambam, and this Loshan is quoted very, very often in the Sikhs of Hakel, Kiyoim Shenitna Boy Besinai. Just like Yidin felt by Matan Torah, when the Ebishna Narasinai came and gave the Torah, Hakel is that type of experience that you have to sit, in other words, and not just because you're being pushed around but because you actually feel that this is a momentous occasion, just like the Abishter gave the Torah, that's what the Hakel is. Hakel is like a reliving of Matan Torah. It's also reliving our commitment to the Torah. And that's what the Rambam is going to continue about even the Groysa Chachamim have to get that bittel when it comes to Hakel.